Maximum Health with your host, Dr. Ken Gray. Dr. Gray obtained his master's in both acupuncture and oriental medicine from the Atlantic Institute of Oriental Medicine. Dr. Gray enjoys both being a physician as well as being an educator. His unique approach to holistic healing has taken him abroad to lecture in Germany and treat sports professionals in Hawaii and France. He is co-author of several books on food therapy. His office is in Jupiter, Florida, where he has practiced for over a decade and where he resides. Now it's time for Maximum Health with Dr. Ken Gray. I know I gotta put in the hours Make the money while the sunlight shines But anything I gotta get done It can get done some other time Time is love Gotta run Love to hang longer But I got someone who waits Waits for All right, welcome everyone. This is Maximum Health Radio Quality Living with yours truly, Dr. Ken Gray, holistic physician. Thank you for joining us every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard on 88.9 FM. That is WQCS, National Public Radio. Um, we're also available via the Public Radio Exchange as well as iTunes. Just look us up. And um, we thank you so much for, for joining us every Friday. It's been a few years now, and I'm always amazed at how many wonderful individuals I get to speak with, how many selfless individuals uh, that are donating their time to make things better uh, in every way and, and in different ways. Uh, in this case, we have our, our guests for today are making things better for families that have suffered loss of their uh, loved ones that have served on our benefit, uh, police officers uh, lost in the line of duty. You know, what happens to these families? We just don't think about these uh, heroes as humans, but they are. They're fathers, they're sons, they're uncles. They're, they're a whole lot of other things. They're, they're baseball coaches. I, I was at, they're basketball coaches. They're, they're, they're sometimes even teaching on the side. I mean, it's amazing what these individuals do on a day-to-day basis, and we forget. Uh, we think of some of the negative press, and, you know, th- we're all human, and we, we're, there's good parts and bad parts. But these heroes, we got to think about their families and, and what happens when they fall in the line of duty. And there's one, there's a, two people, actually, that I have with me here for Maximum Health Radio that are dedicating tons of time to this, their hearts, their minds, their uh, bringing people to the plate. And speaking of the plate, we have, <laughs> well, we have Mr. Jim McDavid, the president of McDavid Charities, uh, who's partnered with COPS, which is the Concerns of Police Survivors. We also have the legendary, the phenomenon, Mr. Rick Ankiel. Uh, who's been stepping to the plate in many ways throughout his life. Thank you for joining us, guys. Yeah, hey, we're glad to be here. Yeah. Me too. Thanks. Yes. You're uh, you're both just doing some amazing things, and you're doing it through golf. We've got a golf tournament coming up. Yes, we do. It's uh, going to be at Tequesta Country Club coming up here real quick on uh, December 3rd with a uh, big registration party on December 2nd right. uh, to benefit these families. Now, this being local to me, to us, has no bearing on the need of this uh, this need on a national level and what you're doing with this organization, the McDavid Charities, as well as COPS, on a national level. That, that's correct. We've uh, Concerns of Police Survivors has chapters in probably um, 54 locations across the country. And uh, the, the amazing thing is, you know, we, we see the headlines, we see the police officer that uh, gets killed in the line of duty. Uh, for the first 60 days, if you will. I mean, there's a ton of support. Everybody's there for them. Uh, 
and then slowly it drifts away. You know, yeah. the sport, everybody goes back to work, they get into their daily routines, and now all of a sudden these families are sitting there uh, with nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, it, it's a financial burden, it's an emotional burden. You've got kids that now got, you know, it, it's just uh, uh, concerns of police survivors, that's where they step in and really come in and try to uh, give these families what they need. And we're uh, really proud to be able to support and, and, and dump all the proceeds. Mm-hmm less the hard cost of this golf tournament goes straight to them. We don't have anybody that gets paid for doing this. Right. And this is phenomenal, but we have the phenomenon on the line, Mr. Rick Ankiel. You, you obviously, you're part of a great team here doing this great work, but, you know, you have a history of, of, of being on other teams, uh, St. Louis Cardinals, Kansas City Royals, Atlanta Braves, Washington Nationals, Houston Astros, New York Mets. What brought you to this team for the well, David just- Charities and for COPS? Yeah, well, you know, I got introduced to Jim, and he started telling me about what he was doing, and I just felt like it was such an easy cause to get behind. Uh, I have two young children, six and seven, and I can only imagine what that would be like for my family. And, you know, when you, when you, when you look at it like that, and I think when you try to put yourself in their shoes, uh, it's hard not to get behind this cause. And as you mentioned, these are heroes that are going out and putting their life on the line day after day to, to keep us all safe. So uh, for me, it was an easy choice. Hmm. Tell us a little bit about your history, just you know, for our listeners that may or may not be versed in baseball, or how much of a hero you've been on that. You know, tell us a little bit about mm-hmm. what you've done. Um, well, I've had a, new, a unique career. I was a pitcher for eight years, and then I became an outfielder. I went through something that's called the yips, and I lost my ability to throw strikes. Um, and instead of just cashing it all in, I went back to the minor leagues and decided that I was going to come back as an outfielder and a position player. And, you know, in our sport, we just don't see that very much. So um, it was really neat to accomplish. I'm very proud of it. After I came back, I spent another eight years in the big leagues as an outfielder. Um, took some time off, and currently I'm going to try to make a comeback uh, and maybe pitch one more time. So it's been a really fun roller coaster ride, and uh, I've enjoyed the journey. And how's your book doing? Is it helping? Do you find that it's helping the next generation of uh, pitchers coming up? And yeah, I think you know it, my book's more than just a a, a sports book. Uh, it's a book about life and the ups and downs that everyone goes through and, and how to fight those battles. And um, the book has been great. I got an overwhelming response from from tons of people, not just in the sports world, of saying, "Hey, you know, this helped me." And I thought maybe I was alone. And after reading your book, I know now I know that I'm not. Um, and it's been a wonderful experience, for sure. All right. I know, you know, Mr. McDavid, we've had some touching conversations that have inspired mm-hmm. me. You've, you, you're a man of um, many facets. You, you obviously have this charity, uh, but your background is, is not just McDavid Charities. Mm-hmm. What led you to this place? No, I'm, uh, I uh, got out of high school and uh, barely. And then uh, went into the military. So I spent four years in the Navy, got out of the Navy. And uh, shortly after that, I started selling cars. And uh, I was sort of doing that just to get by until I could afford to buy a car and get a real job. And uh, that was about 33 years ago. And I've been in the car business ever since in some shape, form, or fashion, from working for manufacturers to uh, owning a car dealership. And now I have a company that does a lot of consulting work and providing a lot of products to car dealers. And um, so that that's sort of what got here. This this golf tournament sort of birthed itself is that I, I wanted to do something from a charity standpoint, but I couldn't really find or pinpoint 
the uh, charity that uh, I guess really cranked my tractor because there's a lot of money out there. A lot of money goes to a lot of really, really good charities throughout the country. But uh, in 2016, when I was driving down the road listening to uh, the radio and, and they started talking about the Dallas police shootings and, and, you know, what had just taken place back in, I think it was July. And uh, there was a company out there that they were talking about that raised money for the families left behind and cops. And, and they'd raised like $250,000 that year. And I'm going like, wow, that's, that's, that's really not a lot of money for something <laughs> so front and right, center yeah. that, you know, you know, it, it was it target practice on cops the when last you, three years. Right. And when you think of how many families have suffered. Yeah. That, that just, that, you know, that, that's not a lot. That's and not so, going to pay much rent or, or buy much food or. So I started thinking, Hmm, this is uh this is something I think that people could really get behind. As Rick mentioned earlier, I said, uh, you know, I think think I can raise $200,000 if I do a golf tournament. Mm -hmm. And uh, so in September of 16, I decided to do a golf tournament in December of 16, thinking I played in 100 of these. How easy can this be? And uh, it wasn't that easy it, yeah. in two months. But it, it turned out well. We made 180 grand the first year. Uh, we learned a lot. In the second year, we made 220. And this year, we're on target to do 300. What's your role? What do you consider your role, Mr. Ankiel, in all of this? Like, how do you see yourself being most effective besides obviously being you and supporting it? You know, what, el what else do you sort of do that you feel is, is just exerting your passion about all of this? I'm just trying to help out as much as possible, whether it be from advice at meetings and stuff that I've learned, as you mentioned, being in the big leagues about marketing or anything else, um, anywhere that I feel like my expertise and things that I've gained uh, knowledge-wise throughout my life and journey so far, um, that I can help them with um, and help them raise more money, get more people interested and aware of the charity itself um, is where I find that I, I best serve. And, th and this is kind of a question for both of you, too. Education. You know, I find that it's it's uh, ignorance that obviously keeps us from understanding the plight that we all have as individuals in our lives. And it's education helps us to make a connection that sees ourselves as human and expands us and helps breed compassion. And compassion breeds support and understanding and, and, and more awareness. So, so is there sort of a, you know, obviously when you think of golf, you think... Um, maybe more of a, people go into a country club might be older, but there's got to be a younger impression that, you know, that is being made in this, all of this education, you know, fundraising. Well, I'll take a stab at it real quick. You know, at our country club, Tequesta Country Club, um, we have members that are 21 years old, like my kids, mm -hmm. to members that are 80 years old. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the very unique thing about the club is everybody gets along. Uh, and I think that uh, as we continue to roll out this tournament, the first year nobody from the club played in the tournament because mm -hmm. we didn't really have a lot of time. We didn't get the, the message out there. The second year we had a couple, one or two foursons played. This year we got seven or eight foursons. We've had to expand the tournament because of the people that have engaged and taken ownership. And, you know, you mentioned how does, uh, you know, what, what does Rick do to help? Uh, the, Rick was extremely instrumental in bringing in professional golfers, professional baseball players, and celebrities. Because at the end of the day, when you're when you're asking people, this is an expensive tournament. Now, yeah. it's a really nice tournament. Hmm. And uh, in my opinion, and my baby's prettier than everybody else's baby, but it's yeah. the pretty best tournament you know and, and it's and a destination i mean generally it's a speaking, destination yeah. you know our goal is over the next th couple of years is to get this up to making a million dollars a year and we right. will 
and uh and I could not do that, and we would not be here today if it wasn't for Rick and the people that he's brought to the table that have been instrumental, and uh, yeah. people wanting to come play golf in the tournament. Yeah. You know, I have some patients, and they like to check in with me, and they say, you know, Dr. Ken, what's on the show this week, or what, what are you doing? What are you into? And, and, and I, you know, this one patient, she, she asked me, and she was really, you know, they, they love to get the inside scoop so they can tell their friends, and they listen in, you know, it's 7 p.m. on Friday, so some people make it a, a thing. So I said, well, I'm going to do this show, and it's, and it's about the fallen, you know, police officers and their families and an organization that's helping them. And she looked at me, and it, you could almost see tears in her eyes, and she says, you know, it's about time. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's been so much about, uh, it's almost like a us against them kind of thing yeah. in the press. And, and that's why I went into the education and, and sort of getting it out there for the younger uh, generation. I mean... You know, if if you treat someone like the enemy, it almost is like they become the enemy kind of thing. And a lot of where we're going now is trying to figure out how to get back to seeing our commonalities more than our differences. Um, when you're when you both, Mr. Ankiel, uh, Mr. McDavid, talking to people and you having these functions, and yes, there's a sunny side to it. You're playing golf now. How are you getting this message across and getting the passion back to supporting the police officers? Because that, that, that's what I'm looking for, that healing that needs to happen with communities. Because obviously you can't just preach to the choir, right? right. There's going to be a certain number of people that is going to be easily swayed to support this cause. But there's going to be majority right now that you got to kind of bring into yeah, the fold. The, it's 50-50. Right. You know, right. when, when we did it, I said, look, 50 of the people, percent of the people out there are going to love me, and yeah. the other 50% are going to wonder what am I doing. Right, like and, why? <laughs> and, and, you know, Rick, I'll let you chime in. My, my quick response to that is, look, there are bad people mm-hmm. in every segment of life, mm. right? There are bad people everywhere. There are bad. There are a few bad cops. There are a few bad firefighters. There's a few bad soldiers. There's a few bad business owners. I mean, there's bad people there. But the lion's share of people want to do the right thing. And and the thing that separates, you know, law enforcement, uh, firefighters, first responders, our military, is they choose to do this. They choose to put their life on the line every single day. And they don't get paid a lot of money. Right. This is more out of a sense of serving than it is out of a, of a job or a mm-hmm. career. And uh, don't let my, my message to everybody out there, the other 50%, is don't let one or two mm-hmm. bad apples spoil the whole bunch. I yeah. mean, because the lion's share of these cops, I mean, the cops that were shot in Dallas were there protecting people that were protesting the cops. Right. Think about that. Right. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, no, I, <clears throat> Mr. Ankiel. Um, yeah, you know, I think for me, it's it's about getting the message out, and and that's and letting people be aware. I think Jim nailed it when you talk about these people choose to do this, and understanding that everybody's human; they all have families. Um, for me, it's a, you know when you bring in all these celebrities and golf golfers, baseball players, etc. You know, a lot of the world looks up to these guys. So when you can get those guys on board, and now whether they're social media tweeting something out or saying, "Hey, I stand behind this," well, a lot of people take notice. Um, and I think that's sometimes that can be a really huge help and a big part of it. Do you have a lot of cops coming around to to support this tournament at this stage? Oh yeah, uh, we've. I mean, the Palm Beach Sheriff's Office from day one. Uh, when I got connected with them, I got a great friend of mine, Nick Kamini, who was my next door neighbor, who was a canine cop, who now is a Marine Patrol. 
Uh, he introduced me to the Palm Beach Sheriff's Office, and uh, Sheriff Bradshaw has attended every year. Uh, we, um, they come out, they bring their grill team. Uh, we start the tournament off with the color guard. Uh, it's, it's, it's a remarkable tournament. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, uh, every year they get more engaged. Uh, they don- donate money, they donate time, they donate people. Uh, we have Jupiter Police Department heavily involved. We have Tequesta Police Department heavily involved. Uh, Martin County has been involved. So, you know, we have a lot of the locals that are uh, getting behind it. This year we're opening up uh, the dinner that we have, the banquet. To uh, uh, We're selling tickets for $400, which opens you up to the live auction, the silent auction, the speakers, the pros, the celebrities, and everybody's going to be there. But for police officers, we're, we're doing it for $250. And the banquet cost $150 a person for food and drink. So, you know, uh, we're opening up to try to get more police officers involved where they can pay 250 They can come in. 100 of it goes to charity, and they get to be there. And that's right. what they're, they're what it's all about. Yeah. You know, unless you have a family member that's a police officer or you have some interaction outside, yeah, it's easy to um, sort of see them as there and us as here. But yeah. what I like about this is you're, you're – there's an intermingling and a connection being made. So the opportunities are endless for the McDavid charities, you know, the alliances with these individuals, Correct. cops, Mr. Ankiel, all that you can do to even push it past just golf tournaments. Is there any plans for that in the future? Um, yeah, we, you know, the first thing that we want to do is we're in our third year. By the fifth year, uh, you know, I want this tournament to make a million dollars. Okay. That's a lot of money. You're not going to yeah. do that selling foursomes. Right. You got to have uh, corporate sponsors. You got to have people got, that engage that uh, they have a heart for this. And uh, so we're working. Our goal is to work toward that. This year for the pro golfers, I'm putting up ten grand. It's not a lot of money, uh, but some of the some of the junior tour guys, you know, it's 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 a nice payday on a Monday morning. Right. But next year we're putting up fifty thousand dollars. Right. And we're going to start reeling in more PGA players, and then we're going to get corporate sponsorship to help sponsor that. Mm-hmm. The year after that, I'd like to take it up to $100,000. Right. We've talked, uh, I've got connections that may start streaming it and eventually get to TV, and who knows? Right. We're going to flip this over to a Pro-Am, and uh, we're looking for a sponsor that could be the AT&T Golf for Cops Pro-Am, right. you know, or whatever. And uh, that's where we're heading. That's where we're taking it. And I think that I think once you start going, you're going to sprout wings, and yeah. things are going to come up, and you're going to go all these different directions across the country. And uh, look, I just want to, you know, everybody that's a member of this committee, we want to have an impact. Everybody is doing it uh, because they have a heart for the police department, a, right. a, a big heart for the people that are left behind, and we want to help. And you know, we don't want to detract. It starts with for those that are just coming in to tune with all of this and digesting it and want to be a part of it that starts with monday december 3rd correct so that's coming up that's, that's, that's coming right up. around the corner yeah, right and go. and uh websites for for this you can look up you know for those just tuning in we can go to you can search mcdavid charities yeah yeah, yeah. search mcdavid golf for cops mcdavid charities yeah. uh, uh charities at the mcdavid right um we've got an our oh by the way i'd like to mention this uh our silent auction goes live this morning Mm-hmm. So we've got over 100 items that are going to be on a silent auction that no matter where you are in the country, you are able to uh, uh, go to a link, which we're going to have provided on our website, and uh, download an app, and you can bid on things and have them. If you win, you have it shipped right to your house. Right. And uh, uh, and then we got a live auction that uh, is, is incredible that we're going to live auction off 10 really, really nice items at the night of the event. So for people that buy the 
tickets to get in or be able to bid on that as well. It's a few good ways to use technology. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, it, and so, so third year, we have a goal, five-year goal, a million dollars. And then Sprout and Wings, we've got uh, Mr. Ankiel, the phenomenon, the legend that's part of the team, helping push, you know, win behind these sales. But I know besides making, you know, breaking records and doing all sorts of special things in baseball, uh, someone likes fishing. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Mr. Ankiel, <laughs> when, we, when we did our mic check, it was I yield the a... mic to Rick Ankiel <laughs> on the fishing. <laughs> I'm a big fan of fishing, so I just had to say, you know, do you see this taking on, a, you know, a life in that, in that arena? Um, you know, I hope it can. And I think as things progress, as Jim says, you know, things sprout wings and take off, and you never know where it can go. And, um, you know, hopefully it does, because like you said, this is a destination. and we, we live in a place where fishing is phenomenal and very accessible to, to our location down here in Jupiter, Florida. So uh, it'd be really neat if it did. Rick, Rick and I have talked about creating a Fish for Cops yeah. tournament. And, uh, you know, Rick's got a lot of experience in, in tournament fishing. Uh, he is the best fisherman. Uh, Nick, well, I want two of them. Him and Nick are yeah. the two best fishermen I've ever fished with. And uh, there's one there's one thing I'd like to mention about Rick. And, and, and uh, to me, there's always been one record that will never be broke in sports, and that's Cal Ripken's Ironman record of uh, consecutive games because I don't think uh, – the athletes today have that same work ethic that Cal Ripken had, mm. that uh, he's going to power through anything. But now I, I have learned of another record that uh, will never be broke that I put in the same league with Cal Ripken's, and that is a record that Rick Ankiel holds. Uh, his senior year pitching in high school, uh, forget he didn't lose a game, nobody scored a run on him. Mm. Think about that one for a second. Wow. Nobody crossed home plate in a year. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, Rick, I'm sorry I had to do that. <laughs> I love it. I mean, and you've got something in common with Babe Ruth. I believe you won 10, 10 games pitching. And what, what was the Babe Ruth? I was looking up. There's just tons of facts on you. <laughs> yeah, there are. So there's, there was there's a, a couple with Babe Ruth where um, we were the only players that were just starting the game as a pitcher in the playoffs and then later Homer as a position player in the playoffs. And then I have at least 10 wins as a pitcher and then at least 50 home runs. Um, as a position player so pretty neat facts for sure beautiful you know I'm, again i just want to my my home run if i was to make one during this show is just the thing that really stands out for me and the intriguing point and and what we should all hold in hone in on is the amount of healing that can be done through the support of this organization through this fundraising and through these other talks of fundraising i mean just bringing community together s supporting when, when people feel loved they tend to be better you know i remember seeing a movie with my kids and they says you know that do you think uh making them knights is going to make you f make them fight better and the answer was yes yeah. <laughs> you know um you know i think it, it goes for our teachers the police officers our firefighters our soldiers our physicians, you know, when you hold them in a special light and you support them, you know, you, you let them know that you love what they're doing and what they're about and you care for them, their families, and, and they're fight for their families too because they're not just fighting for the, you out there. They also have a family to go home to that they want to feel safe. And um, 
So, so I think that if this can be done and continue to be done and supported, we've got something here for the future of, of law enforcement on a national level, how our communities view them. And, and uh, you know, I'm a big fan. I think the fishing's a great idea. I've had a loggerhead, uh, uh, you know, Marine Life Center. They, they, they support the turtles and the ocean's environment. And they have a fishing program which engages the kids in the environment. You know, and you think about how that does that, especially here in Florida. We've the spotlight's been on us with the red tide and right. the, the, the algae. So there's a connection of environment, social, you know, healing of families, law enforcement. All of this can be done. And, and golf does the same thing because it puts you outdoors, you know. So I like this. I, I think this is great. I think it's wonderful. I, I think I'm going to try to show up that day. Awesome. <laughs> Shake some hands with some cool people. Um, and again, how do they get in touch with? Okay, so, um, and if I can just uh, close it out with a couple quick things. Oh, of course, Um, please. We've got, uh, we're looking for volunteers still uh, for the event. If you go to charities.davidgroup.com, you can, uh, you you know, you can email into that with any questions that you have. We'll send you anything you want. You can buy tickets to the uh, banquet the the night of uh, the golf tournament. That's another way that you can get involved. We got a couple single slots available in the tournament. And then we are also uh, formulating a clothing line for concerns for cops that okay. uh, really is going to be a cool clothing line that's going to be on our website. So we're going to sell, sell clothes that yeah. support the police departments and, uh, and the families. So, Perfect. look, I appreciate uh, you getting us on and letting us get this out because I think the more people that hear about it, uh, the better it's going to be. And, and, and your idea, you know, I could see us putting together fishing camps and camps for kids that we run, you yes. know, at some point. So, like I said, there's a lot of different directions this will go. Uh, we take it one day at a time. We've got a lot of people that have dedicated a lot of time and working very hard, and they're asking for nothing in return because they buy in, they right. believe, and they want to help these families. Yes, and what they can do now is they can get to learn and know their law enforcement. They could meet some pros. They yep. can help some families. And I just heard you say that you're going to come to the dinner, so that's yeah. another $800 I can chalk up for the tournament. Man, <laughs> it sounds cheap. <laughs> there you go. It sounds like it should be more, so I appreciate it. All right, uh, Mr. Ankiel, thank you for your precious time. Thank you. All right, Mr. McDavid, thank you. Thank you for putting us on. This has been another Maximum Health Quality Living with yours truly, Dr. Ken Gray. See you next time. Met a man wearing a T-shirt, said Virginia is for lovers. Had a Bible in his left hand and a bottle in the other. He said all you're really given is the sunshine in your name. Both started laughing when the sky started to rain. Get along down the road.